Bridge Bank helps breakthrough ideas actually break through and remains dedicated to providing financial solutions to the risk takers, the game changers, and the disruptors. Bridge Bank, a division of Western Alliance Bank. Bridge Bank, be bold, venture wisely. Hey, it's Avery Truffleman, host of Articles of Interest. And I've got to say, I've been a fan of KQED ever since I was a little kid and I would come out to San Francisco to visit my grandma. It was just what we'd always turn on every time we got in the car, every time we were making dinner and turning on the radio. It was always KQED. And then over the years, I've become a massive fan of KQED podcasts because this is local reporting at its best. These are answers to questions you've always wanted to know, interviews with exciting, unusual voices, necessary journalism, all told with love and care and artistry. And did you know that a majority of KQED's funding actually comes from members? It's just people like you and me supporting the programs they love while also getting access to cool events, behind-the-scenes footage, and so much more. If you want to sign up and be a part of this amazing community, visit donate.kqed.org slash podcasts to become a member today. That's podcasts with an S. Thank you for listening, and thank you for your support. From KQED. Good morning. This is the California Report. I'm Saul Gonzalez in Los Angeles. California child care providers are still waiting on hundreds of thousands of dollars in pandemic financial relief from Governor Newsom and the Department of Social Services. The California Report's Izzy Bloom has more. During the pandemic, child care centers experienced significant decreases in enrollment, which accelerated the loss of already underpaid employees from the sector. Even now, as employment levels in other industries return to pre-pandemic levels, the childcare service sector lags behind. To support childcare centers and prevent them from closing, the state promised providers and businesses over $1,400 per child. Providers were supposed to receive the one-time stipend payments around the holidays, or early 2023 at the latest, according to the Sacramento Bee. Childcare Providers United is a labor union representing 40,000 childcare workers. In a letter to Newsom, the union said, quote, We risked our health and our lives to remain open and provide care to those who could not work from home. The union demanded the governor stop stalling and send the stipend to child care workers. For the California Report, I'm Izzy Bloom. The Biden administration has announced more than half a billion dollars in new federal spending to repair aging water and power infrastructure in 11 Western states. That includes $300 million for projects in California. Some highlights, $43 million will go to refurbish turbines and generators at a hydropower plant in Merced County, and $66 million to upgrade a fish hatchery on the Trinity River. Disbursement of funds will be managed by the U.S. Department of the Interior. The recent storms have renewed attention on the need to maintain and upgrade the state's water infrastructure. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR. Hey there, this is Brittany Luce from NPR's It's Been a Minute. KQED's podcasts like The Bay, Bay Curious, Mind Shift, Right Nowish, and more all tell the stories of The Bay and beyond with reliable, human-centered journalism. They aim to inspire, make you think, entertain, and expand your understanding of the place you call home. Here's how you can support podcasting at KQED. 
Showing your support is easy, and you can join Brittany in supporting KQED Podcast too at donate.kqed.org slash podcast. That's donate.kqed.org slash podcast. A survey from the U.S. Department of Labor has found widespread violations by contractors and manufacturers in Southern California's garment industry. Karen Clark is with the Labor Department's Wage and Hour Division in the Western Region. 50% half of those contractors actually paid workers off the book or didn't provide investigators with those records for review. And we did find minimum wage violations, a contractor paying workers as low as $1.50 an hour. So it's pretty egregious. <laughs> the Labor Department found violations of the Fair Labor Standards Act in 80% of its investigations. The survey involved only 50 contractors and manufacturers, but Clark says this is a widespread problem in Southern California, with nearly $900,000 in back pay recovered just during the last fiscal year. The Labor Department says most of the workers affected are immigrants who live month to month on these paychecks. But the Labor Department says workers shouldn't fear employer retaliation for reporting pay violations because reports are kept anonymous. Staying on the clothing industry, fast fashion trends have many Americans buying more clothes than ever. But when these clothes are discarded, thousands of tons of textiles end up in landfills each year. From KCBX in San Luis Obispo, Gabriela Fernandez profiles one woman championing more sustainable ways to shop. I met Jessica Gonzalez a couple years ago. We were both bridesmaids in a wedding near Gilroy. Her style immediately caught my eye. She's the type of person who can rock stripes and cheetah print in the same outfit. But she also loves to highlight her culture through her style by incorporating folklorical dresses with modern accessories. I wanted to know how she put her looks together, so I met her at her favorite place, the Goodwill in Gilroy. Can I get a delegate to the front for a carryout, please? If I go into a thrift store <laughs> and I get a cart first, it's bad juju. So hopefully I still find something, but I see something right now that I kind of like. Jessica says her mom would shop here when she was a kid. At the time, it was all they could afford. But Jessica is glad her mom taught her how to see the potential of every outfit. Oh, this is sexy. Now that she's an adult, Jessica has turned her thrifting obsession into a side hustle. She's a full-time special education teacher in San Jose, but she moonlights as a thrift store stylist. She loves the feeling of finding her clients that perfect item. That's like the most fun part for me is like the being able to like bring someone who doesn't like shopping for themselves and then being like, I want an outfit that makes me feel good about myself and I'm like sick. Jessica often turns to social media to find inspiration. But she's noticed that skinny white women dominate the space. For everyone else who falls outside of the outliers, they have to, like, be creative. She made an Instagram account to celebrate less mainstream types of beauty. The most important thing is, and I think you could see this in my own style, is bringing in my Hispanic culture. She also started to realize that a lot of the fashion world is pretty terrible for the environment. She was surprised to learn how many clothes are made with plastic, which can take hundreds of years to decompose. And she says a lot of people buy cheap clothes they don't need. It's so wasteful for people to buy clothes, wear them for one season, give them away, and then we never see them again. 
Jessica says a lot of what doesn't sell in thrift stores ends up in landfills. So doing what she does best, thrifting, is actually helping the environment. For the California Report, I'm Gabriela Fernandez in San Luis Obispo. And there will be more on this topic on this week's edition of our sister show, The California Report Weekly Magazine. Catch it on some public radio stations or listen to the podcast. And that is the California Report for Friday, April 7th. We're a production of KQED Public Radio. Our engineers are Danny Bringer, Brendan Willard, Jim Bennett, Christopher Beal, and Seal Muller. Our producers are Izzy Bloom and Keith Mizuguchi. Our senior editor is Angela Corral. Our interim director of news is Erica Kelly. Our vice president of news is Ethan Tobin Lindsay. And our chief content officer is Holly Kernan. I'm your host, Saul Gonzalez. Thanks so much for listening, and have a great day. Support for the California Report comes from Stanford Medicine, comprising its School of Medicine and Adult and Children's Health Systems, working together to advance knowledge and improve lives. StanfordMedicine.org The Wesley Foundation, investing in California's underserved youth. And Eric and Wendy Schmidt, whose philanthropy includes 11th Hour Racing, working to connect sustainability with sport to help restore ocean health. On the web at 11thHourRacing.org. Hi, I'm Sasha Koka, host of the California Report magazine. Every week, we bring you stories about what connects us in the giant, diverse, golden state. Because what happens in California changes the world. I love this place. We were once seen as, like, the place to be California. The land of milk and honey, that's where you go to Sunshine State, but we just have challenges right now. KQED's California Report magazine. New episodes drop every Friday, wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, it's Glenn Washington from Snap Judgment. And if you love what you're hearing, and I know you love what you're hearing, please consider becoming a KQED member. Get special access to cool events, behind-the-scenes footage, and so much more. Plus, you'll sleep better at night knowing you did your part for the community you depend upon. It's in you. Please be in it. Visit donate.kqed.org slash podcasts to sign up now. That's podcast with an S. Thanks.